good morning. I think the little one will be happy she's a Presbyterian and not a Baptist. Because in our faith, she could get dunked. <laughs> so I'm not sure how well she would have done that, but she would have had been older. What a joy to be here this morning and continue the series True North. Last week, Pastor Doug began the series helping us understand that in our life, we need to seek direction from the true north, the 23rd Psalm. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. And even though I walk through the darkness valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Jesus, the Good Shepherd. As I prepare today, I picked up two special books that I have at home that I've cherished over the years. One was called A Shepherd Looks at Psalm 23 by W. Philip Keller. And it originally was published in 1970 and it has sold over two million copies. And Mr. Keller takes verse by verse of the psalm and shares the characteristics of a sheep and the role of a shepherd in their lives, always relating it back to Jesus and to each of us. And whenever I pick up that book, I immediately smile. Because years ago, I had this great idea to preach a seven-week series on Psalm 23. And I must tell you, my pre-open encouragement to the reader from Psalm 23. Both are amazing reads and give us a greater understanding of our role as a sheep and Jesus as the Good Shepherd. So this morning I wanted to just share a little insert from his book just to kind of give you an idea about our Lord and sheep. He writes, Max writes this story. Why did David write the 23rd Psalm? He wrote it to build our trust in God and to remind us of who he is. God is Yahweh, an unchanging God. When Lloyd Douglas, the old chair, and say, that's middle C. It was middle C yesterday, it will be middle C tomorrow, and it will be middle C a thousand years from now. The tenor upstairs sings flat, he said. The piano across the hall is out of tune. But my friend, this is middle C. You and I, friend, need a middle C. Haven't we had enough change in our life? Relationships change. Health changes. The weather changes. But the God who ruled the earth last night is the same Yahweh who rules today. He has the same convictions, the same plan for us, the same mood, the same, according to David, we have one. 
Now for a moment, and I mean just a moment, not for seven weeks, let's think about how we are similar to sheep. Just think about this for a minute. I promise you, just a few. First thing is the sheep tend to wander and get lost easily. Has anyone in this room ever been lost? And if you didn't raise your hand, you're not telling the truth. And you're in God's house. I've been lost in Wayne. I've been lost, of course, in other states. I've been lost in the grocery store every time they change it. And some of the most difficult moments that I can remember of lost is when my children have taken off from me and hidden under coat racks or somewhere often. Sound familiar? So often we know right from wrong, but we still tend to do th dumb things, don't we? We still do them. And we do them over and over sometimes. I used to, uh, when I think of getting lost and dumb things, I would take the youth on a retreat. And I always went to Pennsylvania to this same place for three years. And I got lost all three years in the backyard of the same man's house. I showed up. And he had to tell me how to go. Three years. Because you get in your mind, common sense, you know, you just forget it. And you just remember what you want to remember. So we lack common sense, just like sheep. The third is sheep tend to follow the flock, or as we would say, follow the crowd. How that is so true of each of us humans. We don't want to be left out. Look at the similarity, right? And then also the last one today is sheep tend to fall down easily and have a problem getting up on their feet. Anybody? <laughs> when was the last time you fell down and needed the help of a shepherd? That's right, right? So as you can see, there are, these are just a few of the similarities of the sheep in each of us and why we need a shepherd in life. You know, for years I did vacation Bible school, and one year we did this amazing musical. It was called We Like Sheep. And I have to tell you, go to John, from John 10, 11 to 16, it says, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The hired hand is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep. So when he sees the wolf coming, he also abandons the sheep and runs away. Then the wolf attacks the flock and they scatter. The man runs away because he is a hired hand and he cares really nothing for the sheep. But Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and my sheep know me, just as they know my father and he knows me. I have other sheep that are not of the sheep, just for a moment. The first is he is always present, and he never changes. He's always present. He is the same today, yesterday, and tomorrow. He's our middle C. He's our middle C. Because of him, we lack nothing. Oh, we may want things, but we lack nothing. And he understands what we need. He knows what's going to happen ahead of us, and he's present waiting for us sometimes when we're kind of trying to catch up. And he carries us to safety over and over again. I want you to take a moment, just a moment, to think about this past week. Think about what happened this past week in your life. Now, I would imagine 
that each of us had to make some daily decisions. Did we not? We had to make decisions. We had to handle perhaps rough. I know I did. Yet knowing that the good shepherd was present, would lead me, and would be one thing that never changes, gave me peace to move forward just to the next moment. Because sometimes we just need that to move forward. And it's my hope after Easter that the risen Lord was present with you and helped you this week to move forward. And that his presence never changes, but you felt it. On Thursday, I began a cold with a scratchy throat. And I felt very unrested, achy, and I surely was fighting something. Of course, my mind was already worrying, oh my goodness, I'm preaching Sunday. I hope this doesn't become something really big. And I was so looking forward to my Bible study at 1.30. We go every other week, and I was so looking forward to it, and I had to reschedule it. And then I took my shower, I put on my new pair of pajamas, and I said me to important decisions and helped me see more clearly his path for his name's sake. It was part of his plan. It had not been part of my plan, but it was part of his. Just as many times it's been in the past and it will be in the future. Sometimes he just needs to get our attention. Yet so often we don't quiet down, do we? Sometimes we just keep guns along the right path for his name's sake. But we have to be listening. We have to be listening. But what a shepherd, when you think about that, always guiding us. The third is he always provides, always provides. And scripture says, even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table for me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil and my cup overflows. Do you have a story of how God provided for you? provided in the midst of the storm. I didn't see it during the storm. When I look back, I see how the Lord, the Good Shepherd, led me. He also uses me and you with our hands and our feet to go on earth and provide for others. He doesn't want us to sit still and do nothing, but he calls on us to be his hands, his feet on earth to do the same. My cup overflows this morning, friends, because in the midst of all the change that we've had, and especially with Preakness and all the changes, the last one is he always pursues. He always pursues. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. In my life journey, when I think of the word pursue, I smile because my mind immediately is drawn to my son-in-law, Will. In his late teens, he was smitten by my daughter. He loved her. He by 18, he said he was in love with her. He told her she was going to marry him. Of course, she didn't go anywhere near him to finally go on a date with him. And I'll never forget when she came home that night, I said, you what? You went on a date with Will? She goes, you know, he's really a nice guy. <laughs> Well, you know, friends, they married four and a half years ago. And as you know, because I'm never around, he, they live in Texas with my little granddaughter, Abigail. And I pray it does not take as long for me to pursue them and persuade them to come home. And so I'm, I'm going to just keep sending little hints 
for the next seven years or ten years, whatever it is. But our Lord pursues us as his children endlessly. Not seven days, not will come find us. This morning we celebrate the risen Lord. We celebrate the shepherd, our shepherd, the true north who took the journey from the cradle to the cross for each of us, his sheep. We will stray, friends. We will get in trouble. We will make mistakes. And, and the good news is that will happen each and every moment, that he'll always do that for us if we believe. We carry that faith so deep in our hearts and in our soul. So this morning, I want you to remember four words when you get discouraged or you get down, four things Christ will do for you. He'll be present, he'll guide you, he'll provide for you, and he'll pursue you until you come back into the flock. Don't ever forget that as we go forward. Years ago in youth ministry, the Lord is my strength, I shall not panic. He helps me relax and rest in quiet trust. He reminds me that I belong to him and restores my serenity. He leads me in all my decisions and gives me calmness of mind. His presence is peace. Even though I walk through the valley of the fear of failure, I will not worry. May the Lord be your good shepherd today and always.